WWE Universe, the DLU Podcast is now a brand affiliate of WWEShop.com. That's right. Get all of your latest merchandise from your favorite WWE superstars and wear them proud. So whether it's CM Punk, Randy Orton, L.A. Knight, Rhea Ripley, Seth Rollins, the Tribal Chief himself, Roman Reigns, and legends like Bret the Hitman Hart, The Rock, and Stone Cold Steve Austin, and so many more. Did I mention championship belts? That's right. Get all of your favorite championship belts through the years, including that favorite Spinner WWE Championship. But also, if you're an NFL fan, you can get your very own team championship belt. If you're a Cowboys fan, if you're a Cleveland Browns fan, heck, if you're an LA Rams fan, it doesn't matter. The WWE shop will have your belt for you. So once again, go to the link that's in the description and you can go to the DLU podcast, wweshop.com affiliate page where you can get all of your favorite merchandise. Get yours now. This podcast is a Believe Network and Luciete production. Welcome to another edition of the DLU Podcast, brought to you by Believe Network. I'm your host, Derek T. Lewis. I hope your week is going great. You know, this past weekend, obviously, was the uh, WWE Royal Rumble, the 37th annual Royal Rumble. And I I can actually say I've seen every Royal Rumble, including the first one that was actually on free TV on the USA Network back in 1988. Holy cow. It was a great event. As a matter of fact, me and the missus. Went to Legends in uh, New York City on 33rd Street, which, by the way, if you're ever in a city and you want to go to a really cool sports bar and to really have some really amazing food, and there's TVs galore, I believe there's three levels, too, and I've been there quite a few times, but I was definitely there this past Saturday. Definitely check out uh, Legends in New York City. You can always Google it and check it out for yourself, and believe me, it will definitely be worth your while. But... On this week's episode, you know, me and Gabby, you know, we recap, you know, this past weekend's Royal Rumble, the 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 surprise that took place, you know, the winners of the Rumble matches, obviously, and the aftermath that took place the next night on Monday Night Raw. So let's get right to it. Me and Gabby breaking down the Royal Rumble starts right now. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, once again, joining the DLU podcast to do a recap of the 2024 Royal Rumble event is the one and only Gabby. Welcome back. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. So there's been some mixed, you know, opinions about the the whole entire event as a whole. Mm-hmm. I have mine. And of course, we could talk about yours, too. But um, it was, again, as we talked about last week, it was only four matches, and I was very sh- surprised. But, hey, it is what it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, I thought it was going to be a few more, you know, singles match, like a, maybe another singles match or even a tag team title match, but mm-hmm. not necessarily the case. And, again, here we are. So let's talk about it. You know, the first match on the uh, the card was the women's, Royal Rumble match. And 
first of all, let me just say, what did you think overall of the women's Royal Rumble match? I thought it was probably the better of the two matches. I thought it was better than last year's match. Um, I really enjoyed the women's Royal They set the tone for the night. They killed it. Yeah, and I mean, I, and we're going to go through um, all of the uh, the entrance and everything, and then we'll just talk about some of the highlights. Mm -hmm. um, number one was uh, Natalia. Number two was the returning Naomi from TNA. She literally had just finished up her um, her commitment with um, with TNA because I know she had just dropped the title to uh, Jordan Grace mm -hmm. at, at Hard to Kill, and you know I, I was. I, I was thinking she was going to be there. I didn't know she was going to be there that early in the Royal Rumble. You know so what I mean? I figured if she was coming, she was coming early because she would get an entrance. Like her right. true entrance. So that made sense for me, for her mm -hmm. to be either number two or at the end. Because at the end, they kind of got longer entrances. So that actually made sense to me. Because like if she's back, give her her flowers. Give her her entrance. Give her, give her the full shebang and bang, you know? Agreed, agreed. Now, number three was Bailey. Number four was Candice LeRae. Coming in at number five, the TNA Knockouts Champion. I'm going to repeat, the TNA Knockouts Champion, Jordan Grace. I'm not going to lie to you. I went ballistic. I'm serious. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I mean... You want to talk about somebody that embodies everything that a WWE superstar is and looks like? She fits the bill. What about you? Um, she looked like she belonged in Russ. She looked like she belonged in Ela that night. Like she looked like she belonged on that stage. And it's no shade to TNA, but like, no, she just looked like one of the girls. And she got out there and she put on a great showing. I love this for her. I love that she got more eyes. I'm sure that like her following increased. People are going to be nosy and see who's who's this. What's happening with this right now? I love it. Um, to my understanding, they the uh, TNA made it pretty easy for them to get her. Um, so that makes me very happy that they were open and willing to you know kind of cross brands a little bit. It also shows everyone talks about. WWE, you know, not wanting to collaborate. It shows that you know what the door is open. Like, let's let's chat. Yeah, I think the line of the night was from Corey Graves, and he told uh Pat McAfee, he said she has more muscles in places than you have places. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. And by the way, before we continue, yeah, Pat McAfee uh did join uh the commentary team for the night, and we'll talk about his, more of his role as we get on into the uh, this episode. But we're going to continue where we left off. Number six was Indy Hartwell. Um, number seven was um, Asuka. Number eight was Ivy Nile. Number nine was Katana Chance. Number 10 was the EST herself, Bianca Belair. Number 11, Kyrie Sane. Uh, Tegan Knox, number 12. Number 13, Caden Carter. Number 14, Chelsea Green. <laughs> number uh, 15 was Piper Niven. Number 16 was Zia Lee. Number 17 was Zelina Vega. Number 18 was Maxine Dupree. Number 19, Nia Jax. Number, number 20 was Shotzi. 21, Becky Lynch. 22 was Alba Fire. 23, Shayna Baszler. 24 was Valhalla. And I got to stop right there. When she came out and our truths music started. Yes. <laughs> yes. The man was confused. He didn't know which problem he was in. <laughs> Love that for truth. 
if she and Valhalla end up because I think Truth gets in the ring, gets eliminated, but I mean his that didn't count obviously. I think Nia right. Jax threw him over. I think and Valhalla. I think Pierce told her to get in the ring and Truth to go back, and she literally gets tossed out in five seconds. Valhalla, and she starts to chase Truth and he runs. Unbelievable. Um, twenty five was uh Meechin, uh, Mia Yim. Twenty six was Zoe Stark. 27 was Roxanne Perez. 28, the debut of the one and only Jay Cargill. Oh, my goodness. I, I, again, she looks the part. She, she is the part. Uh, she just, and it was very close to her original AEW music. It's not a one-to-one, but it was very close. And it made me happy that you could hear the storm was coming and the guitar riffs just, uh mm-hmm. It's I something think, about yeah. WWE lighting that makes everybody look so much better. Like, it's just, and she's a beautiful woman, like, naturally. Just, she doesn't need any lighting or anything, but just, no. she looks, who just under the light, she just even looks even better, which I didn't even think was possible. Just, that girl is stunning. Yeah, that was incredible. And, um, of course, number 29, my girl, Tiffany Stratton from NXT, and number 30, the returning Liv Morgan. So, those are your entrants. In regards to times, um, obviously, if we look at all the times in regards to who stayed in the longest, we got to think. Obviously, Bailey won the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. You no, know, she was in there a minute. I'm sorry, an hour and three minutes, three seconds. Naomi was in there one hour, two minutes, eighteen seconds. Mm-hmm. Bianca Belair, forty-seven minutes, forty-six seconds. Katana Chance, twenty-five minutes, forty-eight seconds. Ivy Nile, 23 minutes, 27 seconds. Becky Lynch, 22 minutes, 29 seconds. Natalia was in there 20 minutes, 57 seconds. And Nia Jax, 20 minutes, 15 seconds. Zelina Vega, 20 minutes. And Jordan Grace was in there 19 minutes, 10 seconds. So, first of all, for Naomi's first night back, it was almost like, you know what? She's a she's WWE. You know what I mean? Granted, she was gone for almost two years, but at the end of the day, WWE. So, but I love the fact that they gave her that time to, you know, to really be in there and, you know, mix it up over, mm-hmm. over an hour. I thought it was great. But to me, the moment was obviously uh Jay Cargill, mm-hmm. you know, getting in the ring and she went nose to nose face-to-face with Nia Jax, and oh, man, you want to talk about pandemonium. And she, you know, put her up on her sh- on her shoulders like it was nothing. Nothing, like a newborn child. Yeah. Just casually lifted up. And threw her over the top rope. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Unbelievable. And then the second moment was when Bianca had, I can't remember, I don't, I think it may have been Becky, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think Jade, I forgot who he, she had, but they both had him on the Gorilla Press and they both and they dropped them, and then they went face to face, and you saw the WrestleMania logo behind Jade. I'm like, my God! If there's any, I mean, again, for the many things that I give WWE credit for, you you said it earlier about their lighting. It's just the moments. Mm-hmm. They know, you know, camera angles are so important at certain moments, and they really caught that moment because it's making me saying, "Oh man, what if?" You know, is is Jade going to wrestle Bianca at WrestleMania? Is she going to wrestle Nia Jax at WrestleMania? We don't know. 
What brand is she going to go to? We don't know. So there were so many questions that we as fans had, you know, just for the, just for those moments. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I, th that was a huge elimination, you know, for uh, for Jade, um, you know, eliminating Nia Jax. What is what's some of the other moments that stood out to you in that women's rumble? Um, let's see, let's see. Um, you know what? You got to give it to Bailey because at the end of the day, Bailey saved saved everyone from her uh, damage control from being rescued, and no one was thinking about her, as usual. Yeah. As usual. Yeah, and like I said, I think the turn is coming. Now I oh, don't know when sure. it's I don't know when it's gonna be, but it's coming. Yeah. And when it does, you want to talk about momentum going into WrestleMania? Because I think Bailey's gonna face EO. Yeah, that's I think she's going for EO. That's the match that, that I think is gonna happen. But the cool part is we don't know what's going to happen with obviously Rhea Ripley's title yet. We don't know whether or not it's going to be Rhea facing Becky. We don't, we just don't know. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't know how Jade's going to fix it. You know, and Bianca's going to, you know, get into the, to the swing of things. So it's a lot of, and there, I'm, I, put, I put you this way again, in this 30 women rumble. And again, there's more women on the roster, but mm -hmm. they're stacked. I mean, mm -hmm. they really are. You know what I mean? And the fact that they're beefing up the tag team division more and more, obviously, I like the tandem of Zoe Stark and Shayna Baszler. So do I, I really, really do. They they complement the other, both rough around the edges. But I think, you know, obviously, you know, Shayna Baszler, you know, obviously with the 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 technician, magician, whatever you want to call it, she's just whenever it comes to submission and all those other things, the submission magician, I think, is what they call mm -hmm. it. Yeah, my yeah. bad. Look at me. And of course you got Zoe Stark who's who can work. I mean, I remember Shawn Michaels putting her over strong on an episode of um Busted Open Radio, I think about a year ago, how huh? he was afraid to lose her because of the fact that, you know, she was so good. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And I but I like them as a tag team. And to me, I think because I know right now, you know, the uh was it damage control has the tag titles, but who knows? I mean, heck, we can see jade and bianca team up i think that would be excellent if that happened yeah they put a little uh little um gem out there when she made a comment about us working together us working separately and i was like oh okay mm. i mean put that at wrestlemania you know what i mean yeah because here was the scenario that i thought of at first i was thinking of possibly that damage control will lose the tag titles eo would drop the title to somebody and Bailey would beat Rhea for the title. And then the next night, either on SmackDown or Raw, they'll do the evolution thing, have Bailey on their shoulders, and they do the thumbs down and drop her. But I think the turn's gonna happen probably way before that. Yeah, I think it'll be sooner than later. But again, that um the whole entire Royal Rumble for the women was one hour and five minutes. So I mean, first off. The fact that like people were literally cheering Bailey, and I just think it's more or less of the amount of respect that the fans have for her. I mean, I was I was cheering for her. I was at the uh, I was at Legends in New York City on Thirty Third between Fifth uh, and Sixth Avenue, mm -hmm. nice sports bar, and it was and they were showing the Royal Rumble there. So many wrestling fans. Shout out to the cats at Jobber Tears. I forgot the guy's name, but he was there, and a few others. But it was truly 
a great atmosphere for wrestling fans to kind of come together and and watch. And everybody in there was cheering was cheering was, was cheering for Bailey. My girlfriend actually came with me. She uh I, I was saying, I said, I think I think Bailey's gonna win it. And then when Bailey won, she's like, Poppy, why didn't you just bet on wrestling? I said, because you can't bet on wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That's that's not a thing, baby girl. <laughs> Shout out to the missus. I love you so much. So we're going to move on to the next match, which was the fatal four-way match for the uh, undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship with the champion, um, the tribal chief, the head of the table, the guy that uh, shows up whenever he wants, Roman Reigns, defended against AJ Styles, LA Knight, and Randy Orton. I don't know about you, but I just felt that this match was out of place on this card. I feel like this match just happened. You know, right. what I mean? like it just it didn't really it checked the box. I know I said that a lot about matches, but I just feel like it checked the box. Like it just it came, it went. Okay. Yeah. Like you know you, what I mean? Like I don't knew, have much right. to say about it. Like it did its job. It was a decent match, obviously. I mean, at the end of the day, we all knew the income will outcome well, yeah and i think that's what took us out of the moment we already knew what the outcome was gonna be mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying you, you thought okay you know we know roman's gonna get out of here but there was a, a few close calls i mean there was one where um was it la night you know i think you know had roman pen but i think somebody fell on him you know mm -hmm. somebody got shoved or something like that but there was a few close calls with with pinfalls and everything but and of course, Solo does his run in. What I, honestly I thought was going to happen was Jacob Fatu was going to show up. Because yeah, because he was there. Jacob and Zilla Fatu were there. Mm -hmm. They were just chilling son. in the crowd. They were just chilling in the crowd. Right. Because, because you know, Booker T is trying to get mm -hmm. Jacob signed right now. He's trying to get Jacob signed. So I'm just like, well, boy, oh boy, like if, if that's the case, then I mean, this, this story is going to continue for a while. But Nonetheless, Roman does retain the uh, the championship, and um, that's that. Any more comments about the championship match? I wish I had more to talk about about that match, but it just, I don't know. Like It was one of those moments where it's like, had I been at Tropicana Field, I probably would have went to the bathroom. Like yeah. I it, literally, and, and this is no offense. And by the way, this is no offense to the wrestlers themselves. I want to make that abundantly clear. It has nothing to do with them. It was just the placement. It's like I don't think that enough time went into building the match. They just got thrown together, and I was like, "All right, we're gonna have a fatal four-way match." All right, cool. Go out there and work. Right. I just didn't think it. Was, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really have much to say, unfortunately, either. Um... Like I said, it was a match. It happened. Um, we knew the end. And I think you said, I think part of it, too, is that like we lost the luster of the match because you knew how it was going to end. Exactly. Because we all know where the destination is, and it's WrestleMania. So mm -hmm. This episode of the D-Loop Podcast is brought to you by Goalie Nutrition. As someone who's used Goalie for quite some time, I can tell you that they're not only very good, but they're very beneficial. My favorite are the Super Green Gummies. The Super Green Gummies are uniquely crafted with a spectrum of essential nutrients such as vitamins A, B12, folic acid, and theamine. It supports a healthy liver function, healthy nervous and immune system, digestive health, a boost to your metabolism, and overall health and well-being. There are no artificial sweeteners, flavors, or colors from artificial sources. They're vegan-friendly, gluten-free, and gelatin-free. All loyal listeners of the d podcast get a special 10% discount at checkout. Go to Goalie.com, use promo code D-L-E-W. That's Goalie, 
Dot-com, use promo code D-L-E-W. But the next match was um, Logan Paul defending the United States Championship against Kevin Owens. And I got to tell you, surprisingly, a damn good match. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've said it before on the show, Logan Paul has absolutely no business being this freaking good. Agreed. I mean, and I'm not talking about the moves. The moves, yeah, his wrestling moves, but I mean, just selling, you know, and, you know, obviously getting heat from the crowd. You know what I mean? Those t- those little things that sometimes you just, you have to just, it's either it's in you or it's not. Mm-hmm. His willingness to understand the the business behind the business and understanding what's important. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And damn good match. You know what I mean? Um, obviously, um, one of his guys tried to hop the railing, you know what I mean? They tried to make it seem as if that he wasn't supposed to be there, but they had the kid, they took the cameras off of him because I thought it was going to be somebody else, but I think it was, um, Theory and, uh, Grayson Waller came down and, um, was causing a commotion, whatever the case may be. And, uh, mm-hmm. I think it was Waller. I, I don't, I can't remember if it was Waller or, um, or Theory that left him with the, with left Logan Paul with the, 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 uh, brass knucks. Mm-hmm. And of course, Kevin Owens got it off of him. Of course, he uh, knocks him out with the with the uh, the knucks. Went to hook the leg. One, two. When the ref looks and sees the brass knucks and disqualifies Kevin Owens, and I'm just like, you know what? It's about damn time that the referee that like the, like they have to stop making the referee look, look so stupid. Agreed. Seriously. Because it makes no sense that. No one adheres to the rules. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that the the focus now is being put on the referees to start saying, hey, if I see something, I'm going to disqualify you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I liked the match. I enjoyed it. What say you? Um, It was a great match. Again, I never, the two of them couldn't put on a match with a stuffed animal and it'd be a five-star match. So I was very much looking forward to it. Um, I mean, Logan Paul just, you can't you just have to give him his flowers like you said he has he just he gets the business he understands it you can tell he works you can tell he takes this very seriously just it's just money whenever he steps in the ring so like i knew it was going to be a great match so that was very well placed um it made sense for that match to be there um yeah but like even the um even the the added realism and it was a thursday or wherever it was they had the cameras at um, the performance center where Logan Paul was working out and all of a sudden him and o- him and KO got into a scuffle. Mm-hmm. I'm like, now I'm invested. You see what I'm saying? Because now I was like, okay, they were at the, he was a train at the PC. He threw, I think he threw a water bottle at him or something like that. And that's when it got, it got heated. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, okay. Some story, some build there. It was some build up. I just didn't get it from the undisputed championship match. I didn't mm-hmm. get the proper build up for me to care. It's always cool to see Orton do his do his interest. You know what I mean? I, I I enjoy Randy Orton's work. One of the most smoothest workers in in the history of the business, hands down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? L.A. Knight's on the rise. You know A.J. Styles. We already know what he's about. But in Roman, you know, his historic championship run. I just I, I don't know. I just think that I would have rather have seen. To be honest with you, I'd rather would have seen Randy Orton versus. Roman Reigns for the title. I would have rather have seen that one-on-one match than a fatal four-way. And we'll I mean, get to the... Go ahead, go ahead. At this point, Roman's getting kind of boring. 
you know, like it's just not, I don't know. Now, I totally understand. There's a lot of people saying the same thing, but, you know, hey, here we are, you know, uh, th over three years later, and uh, he is still champion. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. I would have never thought that we would ever see a championship reign this long ever again. Seriously, the, the last, you figure, I don't count Brock's championship run when he was the universal champion for almost like 500 days or whatever it was, because the dude was barely there. At Yeah. least with Roman, he was mentioned on TV, Carl Roman Reigns, Carl Roman Reigns. Or, you know, you he he shows up in that type of thing, the TV, you know, obviously pre premium live events and that type of thing. But I don't really count Brock's title, reign, or whatever the case. Punk's reign, yeah, 434, 434 days, I'm sorry, that he was the WWE champion. Absolutely. The dude was there all the time, defending the championship, house shows, overseas tours, et cetera, et cetera. He was there doing the thing. But, eh. Roman, like I said, it, it's historic. You know, it was over three years. But again, to your point, you know, I think a lot of people are getting bored with it. And like I said, let's hope that uh, some things are on the horizon soon. But nonetheless, we're going to move on to the main event, which is the men's Royal Rumble match. And the first two entrants was Jey Uso and Jimmy Uso. <laughs> Which I think is going to be a preview of what we're going to see this coming April at WrestleMania. Your thoughts? Absolutely. Can't wait to see it. Two of them, obviously, they're brothers. They just, they have a natural chemistry that you cannot be, that cannot be touched. Um, so I was very excited. The minute that I saw number one, I was like, okay, I know who number two is going to be. Like, this this has to work out this way. Right. And it's crazy because, in the, again, I'm telling my age a little bit, but I remember in the, eight, in the 1989 Rumble, numbers one and two, was Axe and Smash of Demolition. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I mean, they beat the crap out of each other for, the, for those two minutes. You know what I mean? But number three was Grayson Waller. Number four was the returning El Idolo Andrade. That was so cool to see him back there in, in the full with WWE. Your thoughts? Yeah, um, I mean, we all had a feeling that's what was going to happen. It's a matter of when it was going to happen. It was well-timed. It made sense. He looks happy. Um, I look forward to seeing what he does moving forward um, because we all know the boy can get busy in the ring. When given the opportunity, he can go. Agreed, agreed. And um, there's no doubt in my mind that, you know, this run, I think is going to be a lot better, you know, for a lot of people second time around. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Definitely a good thing. Now, number five was Carmelo Hayes from NXT. Shinsuke Nakamura, number six. Number seven was Santos Escobar, which I was like, okay, him and Andrade in the ring at the same time. I could not wait to see that stare down. You know what I mean? So who knows what's going to happen there? You know, because we don't know where Andrade is going to end up. I'm assuming SmackDown, but again, we don't know. Number eight was uh, Karrion Cross. Number nine was your boy Dirty Don Mysterio. Number 10 was Carlito. 11, Bobby Lashley. Number 12, Lud Ludwig Kaiser. Number 13, Austin Theory. Finn Balor, number 14. Number 15 was Cody Rhodes. Number 16 was Big Bronson Reed. Number 17 was Kofi Kingston. 18 was the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion of all time, Gunta. Number 19 was Ivar. Number 20 was Braun Breaker. Number 21 was the uh, Nigerian Giant, Omos. 
Number 22, Pat McAfee. Now, there was um, word that he uh, had no idea that he was going to be in the Royal Rumble until he heard his theme music. Your thoughts? I believe it. I believe it. It looked like a very last minute um, for various reasons. Kind of kind of hard to pull, and it made sense. It worked out. Yeah, um, there. I think there is, granted, you know, we're not going to pull the wool over your eyes for those that know. You know, there is a uh, a certain situation is happening in WWE where um, I believe that that a certain individual that we talked about, about it being a universal champion, um, probably won't be seen around for a while. So I was assuming that the Braun Breaker spot was um, Brock Lesnar, but who knows? It could have been the Pat McAfee thing because they just couldn't find, you know, anybody to fill that spot. But again, who knows? Number uh, 23, though, was uh, J.D. McDonough. Number 24 was R-Truth. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is too funny. I just, I, I, hot tag, man. Hot tag. Oh, my goodness. Talk talk about it, please. <laughs> he is the only person to get a hot tag in a Royal Rumble. And you know what? It makes sense for R-Truth. It's just a very classic R-Truth moment. Because who saw, like, what? Like, just. What are you doing, bro? And the crowd absolutely popped for it, which made it which made it even funnier. You know what I mean? Unbelievable. But we have um, number twenty five is uh, the Miz. Number twenty six was uh, Damian Priest. Number twenty seven CM Punk. Twenty eight Ricochet. Twenty nine Drew McIntyre. And number thirty was Sami Zayn. Now the only surprise. I mean, if you want to call it a surprise, in the men's rumble was Andrade. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That was the only surprise there. I thought that there was going to be who again? I, I who knows? I thought it was going to be somebody, but we didn't. I thought we we'd didn't. get a legend or something. But also, so the greatness of that is that it shows how depth the roster is. That you don't have to reach back and do like an old school person or a legend. It shows that like you have enough to do two Royal Rumbles without having to reach back. Like, I just think that's great too. Like, and again, like I mentioned before, I don't have anything against the legends. I think they're great. Obviously we, you need your OGs, but I love the fact that they were able to showcase talent across the board. Well, you always stood on business about that. You know, you, I believe it was the Trish thing last year that you weren't mm -hmm. necessarily a fan of. We had, we talked about that at, at, at at length you mm -hmm. know what i mean about you really didn't think it was necessary for you know the legends you know especially her to to, to be in there but i think she made it she made her time valuable she was mm -hmm. able to put some shine on some people that needed they needed the shine and nonetheless you know here we are but let's go over the times though um jay uso was in there for 50 minutes 55 seconds uh cody was in there 43 minutes 21 seconds Ron Breaker was in there 34 minutes, 9 seconds. Dirty Dom was in there 33 minutes, 19 seconds. Gunther was in there 30 minutes, 10 seconds. Andrade, 22 minutes, 59 seconds. CM Punk, 21 minutes, 45 seconds. Shinsuke, 20 minutes, 51 seconds. And Carmelo Hayes, 17 minutes and 6 seconds. So you had quite a few guys that were in there, you know, a while. You know, Look I mean? at the difference between how long Naomi and Bailey last versus how long the men's winner last. Like, look at the difference between the times. I will, like, let's, now that you brought that up. Yeah, I mean, but that think about it, though. That is worth noting. Right. The women were in there a much longer, a longer than the men were. 
Yeah, because you figure J.D. McDonald was in there three seconds, McAfee 38 seconds, Bobby Lashley a minute 34, Carlito 2 minutes 23, Omos 2 minutes 43, R-Truth 2 minutes 56, Sami Zayn 319, Kofi Kingston 334, Austin Theory 358, Grayson Waller 405. I mean, it, literally, it's uh, it was a lot of uh, single digit. You know, it was. I think it was really centered around those that were uh, that was in there the longest. I think is really what they went to center around, which is perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. But of course, uh, the last before well, the uh, the thing is um, Drew McIntyre and CM Punk. You know, going at it. And he hit the Future Shock DDT mm-hmm. on Punk and tore Punk's uh, tricep. Punk did finish the match. And the last two that were in the ring was CM Punk and Cody Rhodes. And uh, the line of the night, well, not one of the lines of the night, Punk said, I didn't wait 10 years to lose the Dusty's kid. <laughs> <laughs> but- <laughs> and got thrown, and he tried to do um, a head kick. Cody caught him and threw him over the top rope, and that's how Cody Rhodes became the first man in 26 years to win back-to-back Royal Rumbles. Congratulations, Cody Rhodes! You've earned your uh, your your shot, you know, at, at WrestleMania. One thing I noticed that was so cool was that they were able to keep the times of the longest the longest times in the Royal Rumble as it was going on. WWE ever since. Kevin Dunn had um, left, you know, the company. They've been really revamping the presentation. I love the the sports, the real sports feel to it. Like you see them walking into the arena. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know, they'll have the local time of what time it was when they're walking in. Kind of how they do in the NFL or how they mm-hmm. do in the NBA. You know what I mean? Um, those things, just those minor little details that that are so important, you know, to that. But in regards to the men's rumble, you know, overall, what did you feel? And um, was Cody the right guy for him to win? Yes. I wanted Gunther. Mm-hmm. We, we both did. We both did. However, I understand Cody. Um, and I understand how it played out the way it did. Um, again, I do. At some point, hopefully soon, Gunther is able to move into the main picture. Um but I think it I think the right I think the right person won. Yeah. When you look at the when you look at the long term storytelling, you know, like I said, I'm a big Rocky fan. Mm-hmm. And I was explaining this to my nephew because uh my nephew wasn't uh wasn't too keen on Cody winning. And I said, You gotta I said, I'm a Rocky fan. You gotta remember Rocky won. Rocky didn't win. Mm-hmm. And Rocky two was redemption. Gotta go this back. Is Co- this is Cody's redemption tour now. Mm-hmm. To right the wrongs of WrestleMania 39. Will Roman Reigns get his comeuppance and pay for his sins? All mm-hmm. of that will be determined at this year's WrestleMania. But there were some things that happened on this past Monday's Raw where right now we don't know who Cody's going to face. So as I alluded to, um, CM Punk indeed tore his tricep, and um, the, the prognosis, I believe, they said I will anyway from four to six months, and they did a really good job of um, intertwining a storyline where uh, Drew McIntyre comes out, 
and talked about how, you know, he prayed that would happen. You know what I mean? Real sinister, you know? And, of course, Punk, before Drew McIntyre came out, you know, Punk said a very heartfelt promo, which I don't think was, I, I don't want to call it a promo. I just think he was just speaking from the heart, you know, talking about, you know, did he lose his, was that his final chance to try to main event WrestleMania? It, will it ever be in the cards for him? You know, so mm -hmm. I really enjoyed it. And then, like I said, the Drew McIntyre deal, you know, he did the um, the Glasgow kiss, you know, and then um, stomps on the, the arm. And then, of course, Sami Zayn comes out and then it sets up the main event for that night. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, um, as in regards to Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee will now be on Raw commentary team with Michael Cole. So the band's back together and on SmackDown will now be Corey Graves and Wade Barrett. So mm -hmm. that's going to be very interesting because they're both color commentators, but I would imagine that Corey Graves is going to take the lead in regards to being play-by-play. -play. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Corey is actually, I mean, he's good at what he does, so it makes sense for him to lead that, lead that two-man booth. I'm so happy for him because, you know, his career, his in-ring career, because, you know, the concussions and everything was cut short, and they were able to find something for him to do, which I really, really like. He fits there and he does a tremendous job, you know, with with hosting and the podcasting and 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 doing commentary and things of that nature. So mm -hmm. congrats to all, you know, for um for the recent moves. Kind of there was a recent change with Kevin Patrick was let go. I I thought they could have found something for him to do, like the pre-show. I thought they could have found something for him, but eh, you know, who knows. Yeah, I didn't think they were going to let him go. I didn't see him lasting very long um, on commentary, to be honest with you. Um, but I assumed that maybe they would demote him. I didn't think they would outright let him go. But sometimes you got to do what's best for business. Exactly. And, um, and then, of course, you know, Cody comes out and he's talking about the destination now, you know, to uh, WrestleMania. And Seth Rollins, he comes out and um, he's talking about how It'll be a big mistake if he if he challenges Roman Reigns for the championship and he should choose Seth Rollins. He should choose Seth instead. And he went into detail in regards to, he said, do you want the Hollywood championship, the Hulk Hogan championship, the politic? And I was like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was going there. He said, or... Do you want, and this is where it really hit, I think, hit Cody in the fields. He said, or do you want the Dusty Rose Championship, the Blue Collar Championship, the guy that works hard, you know, that, you know, he does the shows day in and day out. Do you want that? And it left Cody speechless and he said, I got to think about it. Wow. Yeah. So Didn't now see that coming. Didn't see that one. Right. And I'm one obviously there, there there are those that think maybe because of the punk thing, they have to do, you know, some 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 minor changes. We don't know. But again, only time will tell. Mm -hmm. You know, there is, you know, Elimination Chamber coming up in uh, Perth, Australia in, uh, in in the middle of February, I believe. So there will be time, you know, for to, for them to see what's gonna happen. So as I tell people, let's just wait and see what happens. Let's wait and see how everything is going to pan out. Because to me, they got the right people in place now. You know, obviously, you know, Hunter is pretty much in control of everything wrestling related. 
So we mm -hmm. don't have to worry about a certain individual where I'm probably never, ever going to speak of on this show ever again. We don't have to worry about that anymore. Mm -hmm. So they got a lot of smart people there and they're going to figure this out. All we as fans can do is just wait it out. And wait for the surprises. Like not try to, like, once like, we always talk about this, you know, it's okay to be a fan. It's okay to wait. It's okay to just kind of hang back and see what happens. Agreed. So I'm wondering now, th th there was an interesting uh, turn of events that took place. I was, again, I was speaking about it during the Women's Rumble, but obviously Damage Control is in the ring on Raw, and Bailey is, uh, you know, basking in her glory. She kind of shot at some of the fans that said, you know, you know, she, when she was injured, you know, she thought about all the things that was said about her, and now she's, you know, going to be in the main event of WrestleMania. And of course, Nia Jax comes out, and bullies all of damage control and they left Bailey in the ring. Mm -hmm. And Bailey said, oh, I'm gonna make my announcement on Friday. And then EO's looking like, uh, what? <laughs> what so, do you mean announcement? Right. Exactly. So, like I said, I'm interested in seeing where that story goes because again, for me, all I can do is just say, Hey, I think. It's about time I think Bailey's gonna be a babyface again. But I think she is I don't think it's gonna be the hugger type of baby face. I just think it's gonna be a very like I don't I don't wanna say maybe a little mix of Stone Cold and Cody, I would say. Cause I think yeah. Bailey, yeah, you know what I mean? I, I think she's grew out of the, the the hugger thing. I think she's just gonna be a, a, a badass. Yeah. And and but but a likable badass. And I think mm -hmm. that's what's gonna happen. When when this eventual baby baby face turns is going to happen, I think I think it's going to happen real soon. What say you? Hopefully sooner than later. Um, I need like breathe, shake it up a little bit, you know, right? Like, I we all see that this is this this turn is going to happen. So like, give it to us, and then kind of give me a twist with it, you know what I mean? Like she doesn't have to, like I said, she doesn't have to go back to being like full on hugger and like streamers and everything is lovely, but she can play the role of like scorn lover. Right. They play. You know what I mean? Like how they kind of played her. She's still a badass, but like I'm I'm out for heads now. And she put on she had um shaved in the back of her head. I, I told you so. I told mm -hmm. you so. And she tweeted today, Panamore for Mania. She I'm wants to she wants she wants them to perform at WrestleMania. I'm like, oh boy. That would that would be cool. Mm -hmm. But of course, it's it just uh it just came out that uh, the weekend for the fifth year in a row will have the WrestleMania theme. Man, I guess we can call this the post-weekend renaissance, huh? Yes, <laughs> let's go. Mm -mm -mm. So before we get out of here, I think we covered everything regarding Royal Rumble and uh, the, I guess the aftermath after the Royal Rumble. What's going on next for you? What's what's going on in 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 regards to your podcast and things that you're doing? Um, you know what? I'm not willing to talk about it right now. Um, but just keep your eyes open. Obviously, you will be the first to know when things shake. Um, but we have some cool things coming up hopefully this spring where we can get some get some women some shine some shine on some women. I'm down for that. And um, speaking of women, I'm I, I'm going to promote this now while I'm at it. But you know, there is a new promotion. I think I may have told you about this. Mm -hmm. um, bell to Bell, that's ran by Missy Sampson, 
And there's going to be some major players that are on the indies that's going to be a part of this promotion. They're only they're only going to be doing five shows a year right now, but March the 2nd will be the first show. It will be at the World Famous Monster Factory. And as a matter of fact, the Monster Factory is going to be running shows WrestleMania week because we're only 20 minutes away from Philly. So Yay! absolutely. So it's going to be quite a few shows, including our own show called We've Been Here. Um, Steve Macklin's going to be a part of the show. Wrecking Ball Ligurski is going to be there. You know, there's going to be a lot of big name people that's going to be coming in there on Mania Week. So I would just say follow Bell to Bell. It's spelled B E L L E, the number two B E L L, on all social media platforms. And of course, you can go to Monster Factory um, for Monster Factory on Instagram and the X app, formerly known as Twitter. So speaking of social media, where can the folks find you? You guys can find me at Hi Gabby, H I I G A B I I, on all social media platforms. Awesome. Well, as always, you know, thank you very, very much for uh, coming on and contributing as you always do. You do a great job for, for you know, for for us at Believe Network. Thank you so much. Well, that does it for this week's edition of the Daily Podcast. Once again, I want to thank Gabby for you know coming onto the show kicking ass as she always does and i always appreciate her contributions to the dilu podcast and again as this show grows again she's growing along with it so looking forward to some huge things for the both of us on this show when we talk about world of professional wrestling i forgot to mention in my open that last thursday night i got to see my favorite artist on planet earth i call her the goat she's the queen of pop the one and only Madonna. I got to see her for her 40th anniversary celebration tour at the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia. And let me just tell you something. To take the trip down memory lane, it was incredible. So many flashbacks to my childhood for songs that she performed. As a matter of fact, there were some songs that I had never heard her perform before. And by the way, that was my 25th show that I've ever seen from Madonna. Going all the way back to 2001 when she did her comeback tour for Drown World Tour when I saw her at the uh, Meadowlands at East Rutherford, New Jersey. And to have traveled, you know, across the country to see her perform. Um, I've, I've actually gone to Canada to see her perform. So kudos to the Queen of Pop for continuing to raise the bar in all that she does. But I always ask, in any event that you haven't, subscribe to this podcast. Again, all platforms. Just hit the subscribe button. It's real easy to do, so you always get new content. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, give me that five-star review. I will definitely appreciate that. All my social media, The Real DT Lou, with the exception of Facebook, which is Derek T. Lewis' official page, and also, too, my single, Espacion, which is on all platforms, as well as the music video, which can be seen on the Vivo app, YouTube, Apple Music, and title. So any of those of those platforms, you can watch the video and um, looking forward to some good things happening this year regarding the music video. So stay tuned. Well, guys, I'm going to get out of here. And as I always say, no matter what it is you do in life, always remember to make it count. See you next time.